0: Mood.TV.
1: Welcome back, every little woodland creature out there. It's funny extemporizing this because I've been doing a lot of pre-records lately, but this one is off the fly. So woodland creatures, that is on the fly. Hope you all (laughs) enjoyed that. Uh, And this week we got special guest Mike Winan back from For or Against the Podcast. How you doing, guys? Thanks for having me back. Anytime. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. It's a delight always. And and you heard him. You heard him over there. We got the EJ five thousand. Here I am, over here, over there. Unless we're in the same place,
0: then I'm right next to you. <laughs>
1: all right. And we where you will find nowhere <laughs> is the Greg man, and we all miss him, and we all love him. But uh, he'll be back. He just moved. So. You know, there's a valid excuse. Supposedly, he's got all kinds of delivery issues going on down there. The pride of Frisco, Texas. Frisco, Texas. Fellow Texan, I'm in Austin. He's having a rough go so far in, in Frisco, but hopefully things will all be on the up and up after uh, after the Maytag man is done.
0: <laughs> I like how, like, when you you relocate your entire life, they call it moving. Like, we all move. It's, it's more of, it's a bigger deal. I'm moving. That seems too
2: little. Seems too little. Should be called moving your shit. Right. Yeah, moving your shit. Your shit's good. You're moving no matter what. I gotta move my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no, it's not connoting that all the other shit that comes with you. That's true. Moving all my shit. It's more about the shit than you. It's easy to move you around. It's really, it is. It's only about the shit. Yeah. Yeah, we're always moving. Yeah. The shit doesn't. Exactly. Exactly this shit doesn't move itself Well, that's the problem that should be the u-haul Whoa, <laughs> i think you got a line, business plan line. right there yeah i think <laughs> i think well we um this is a special occasion mike because you
2: have brought with you a question i i did i, I offered this to you guys as a as a question because you called them out asked for them on on instagram and i offered one and then you said you go talk about it so i was happy to do it it's true it is shitty i guess but thanks for offering to do it yeah of course i i I was uh, i'm it's an honor but uh you know we were talking you know before we started recording that uh you know i'm I'm vaxxed anthony's vaxxed ej's on the list uh we're starting to get around the world again and starting to see people again i got on a plane recently um and we're gonna start uh seeing friends again and and it's gonna be Weird and wild, I think, but the, the it got me asking this question, which I thought was perfect for a show called "Let Me Ask You a Question," <laughs> and let me ask you to a question: <laughs> What makes a friend? What makes a good friend? And what makes a best friend? Mm. I, I mean, I've never gone to my friends and said, "We're friends, right?" Can we? Can you sign here? Yeah. How do we define a friend? How do we know we be, we're friends and not? not acquaintances. What is that? Where is that line? And how do you get to that line? The qualification is hard. I mean, do you I've never done that in my
1: life. I'd be I'd be afraid even with EJ over here. I've never sat and said we're friends, right? I don't want to know the answer. I don't <laughs> I, you know, I don't really know that I really want to get down to it. But um, I definitely have, have thoughts on that. EJ, do you have anything? Do you want to dive in?
0: Yeah, I I immediately wanted to go for the word that you had brought up was acquaintances. I wanted to go there first because I think that's easier to define than all the other ones wrapped up. And like. You know, acquaintance, I believe, is someone that you uh, happen to be in the same ro- room with fairly often and have to deal with. Like, I think, you know, their name, you know, their name or like I I just remember regular school, you know, in high school I had I had. There's a couple frenemies, Ooh. which I would consider acquaintances where it's like we all do the same stuff. We're all in the same place. I don't like you, <laughs> but I'm not going to be mean to you because, you know, I got stuff to do. I don't have the time to be mean to you. <laughs> So I think if I wanted to spend time with that person, that would be a friend. But there's people at work, you know, where I've been at jobs where, like, I would want to be your friend, but we're work friends, which is really acquaintances.
2: That's not friends. Isn't that wild? It's a circumstantial thing. It's very tricky, yeah. You spend so much time with these people, and they, like, nobody understands eight hours of your day better than they do, right? You're in the trenches. But then when you get a new job, like how easy it is to just never speak or think of that person ever again. This is
1: the weird part. I mean, this is one of the really weird things about in my touring life, because I did theater done theater for a long time is when I did my first tour ever, this is a bogus kind of shitty one nighters. I slept four men to a hotel room every single night. So you spend not just eight hours, but your life. You get close on a a tour bus. (laughs) Then you get to the theater. You get in arguments all day. Then you climb into bed with the person you were arguing with every day. It's like you're married a four other, three that other guys. Absolutely. That <laughs> is correct, as Chris Farley would say, and Billy Madison. I don't know why I just thought of that. Um, but anyways, yeah, it is. It is a a very strange thing. But I, would I want to call all these people friends? Not really. So I think there is a work distinction that's interesting. It is. Horrible.
0: I think I'm recently made a friend from work and the real next step was asking, if they do drugs (laughs) (laughs) they were holding so we were cool no it's just like we texted each other about not work that's a step and we made plans to hang out we haven't and i think that's the real thing but there's interest outside of who this person is at work you know so i think that might be the step when it comes to a work friend versus a real friend but sometimes you just meet real friends out in the wild and that's a crazy thing. And some of them are I, I, the best friend thing. I'm going to jump over friend altogether. The best friend thing is usually either somebody that you can like, just be yourself around. I, I don't have to like, think about
1: it.
2: Authentic self.
0: Don't,
1: don't refer back to our other episode about the be yourself. Cause it's pretty nebulous. And <laughs> yeah, that was not too
2: long ago. Yeah. yeah.
0: And whatever, whatever, yeah. Whatever version of yourself too, because you know, certainly sometimes sometimes, we have different versions of ourselves. I have a I have good friends who are like we talk about video games and I have other good friends like the d friends and I have other friends are the music friends and they're
2: all good friends. So you're still wearing masks. You're still not your authentic self. You're you're a version of yourself.
0: I think I'm fine with knowing that I'm different versions of myself, though. And that's OK. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
2: That, that that's all right, right? It's yeah. Like-
0: I think my true self isn't one thing. I think my true self is like some days I like pizza and some days I like pizza and sushi mm-hmm. you know like i Ooh. always like pizza but sometimes i like other stuff too
2: yeah pushy and maybe friends are ways to accentuate portions of yourself like like these are your dnd friends and that's where you get to be a nerd and you know that's good for you and them like so they only see a portion of you but that's the that's what they get to see but that's still a f- so maybe that's that's how we define a friend is like somebody who you know you enjoy spending time with, and you are vulnerable to. There's boundaries, right? There's like levels of boundaries, I think. And they, but they've got those boundaries. So they've, they've gotten past the first gate, right? <laughs> of you.
0: Yeah. 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 You either get to wear the same mask together or you allow each other to wear whatever version of the mask. Like sometimes, you know, some people like to be listeners and other people like to talk. So sometimes you'll have a friend who likes to listen while you talk. Sometimes, again, we were just talking about D&D. Sometimes it's cool to nerd out and sometimes there's overlap. So, yeah, it's a very interesting thing. Yeah, I never really
1: thought about it. Going along with the the gate thing, because I kind of like the gate metaphor, because kind of what I'm going to say about that is like there's friend candidacy, right? It's every time you meet a new person, how I always feel about this and how I describe Conversation generally is every time you're talking to a new person, what you're doing is you're throwing them a, a, a long flaccid rope, right? So you throw the rope over to them, and you're you're standing there with your rope in your hands, and they got their rope in their hands, and you're jiggling it, right? And I think a candidacy for friendship is the person that can get it to resonate like frequencies. You know, if you can make that rope into a sine wave, because sometimes you're you're just fucking jerking that rope and they're jerking that rope. And it just is like a mess of rope that never has the wave to it.
2: Jerking two ropes is more than friends. (laughs) (laughs) You've gotten past. That's
1: the love discussion.
2: But I get what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) I hate your metaphor. That's when we move on to love.
1: (laughs) I don't want to be your friend anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's you know it's a rope. It's not saying. a flaccid penis. Saying. It is a rope. <laughs> let's be clear. Um, but anyways, the idea is that if you can get this thing to jiggle in a way, to jiggle in a way that is that has a resonance, then I think that's a candidate for friendship. Because not, I think there are certain people that you meet. You vibe. There's a vibe. Yes, you're never going to get There's it frequency to make the sine wave. You're just going to herky jerky it.
2: Together and and it, this musicologist talking about sine waves and cosine. It is a little
1: theory e. And... Sorry, sorry <laughs> to be so theory e, but I think I think there is something to do. Like any conversation, if you can get it to be such that there's a harmony going on, I think that's a candidate for friendship. And then I will go yeah. on the next step of that is kind of what y'all were saying. But I think there are friends for occasions. There are friends that exist in kind of regions of your world. You know, there's your there's your go out to a dive bar and get hammered on cheap beer friend, right? Then, yeah, there's like the D&D friend or like the board game night friends. Then there's the like a book club friend or like there are different facets or theater friends. Like I work in theater, I have made plenty of friends. So there are friends in their world, but I feel... To get from that to best friend for me, the idea of the best friend is the friend that c- can exist in all of your occasions, the person that can live in any of your occasion. And it's always going to enhance the experience. Mm-hmm. There are certain friends that I certainly wouldn't take
2: to A crossbreeding of occasions, you know, and I just oh man, when your friends meet each other like that Seinfeld, they have the meeting of the the world's worlds, the world's colliding. Yeah, it can be shitty,
1: but I think there are the unicorn friends. And those are the best friends that not only would would you feel okay with it, but you would jump at the opportunity to take them into any of the worlds.
2: Hmm. That's the best friend for me. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. I like that. Well, how do you be a good friend? Right. So that's, you that know I can't what a friend answer. is. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't figured it out. <laughs> what makes somebody like, cause like you've had friends that are not your friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And for whatever reason, it's distance. It's you don't have that thing that you guys bonded over before. And that's okay. Right. We're getting in our thirties. We're, we're not young <laughs> and you're young know, in the tooth. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like, what's the important thing about friendship? What, like, why is, why is it valuable and how do you do it well? I I think there is definitely a temporalizing, if I
1: can get that word out, factor to it. In so much as eventually when you have, especially those unicorn friends, right? Um, They are at once the kind of person that you want to make new experiences with because you would take them anywhere. But at the same time, I think there's an element of, and maybe it's a selfish thing, but they're the only people that you can kind of see yourself through, through time. And I think there's something that's really sort of vital about that, because not only are you seeing them and you're you're transported back to another time, but you're seeing them seeing you. And there's something about that, I think, that we all need because it it grounds us, because you can kind of feel if you've changed or not. Like, for instance, if somebody tells you that you've become a shitty human being, (laughs) you might not believe them unless it's one of those people that you really see yourself through them. Used to not be. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. But I think you just wouldn't believe somebody or you'd be you'd be more quick to anger. For instance, The Undertaker and Vince McMahon. Right. And you've been watching a lot of wrestling.
2: This is now back to last week's episode.
1: I have. And we're watching like the Taker documentary. We have gone all we've gone all in on this. But for instance, and I don't know how true this is because it seems a little lopsided. I hope The Undertaker doesn't listen to this. I feel like his relationship with Vince McMahon is not at the same on both ends. I hope he does listen to this. I hope he does, too. And I and I, and I love him. And he's fantastic. I hope he becomes our friend.
2: We're not friends. We're just acquaintances.
1: Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Good enough for us. That's close enough for Jazz. Um, but anyways, he says about Vince McMahon. He says that if anybody had said this to me, that you just you weren't you weren't all there, like you weren't doing the show you could have done. He would have like hit him. He would have, he would have gotten up out of his seat. But because they have that history, because there's a certain seeing himself through his eyes, he gave it credence. And I think that's something that is a, a part of the recipe for a best friend over time. And I think temporality is probably the, like the most important thing there.
2: Mm. Yeah, it, it's funny how you can like if, the, if you have a friend or somebody who's a good friend or a best friend or whatever, and you haven't seen them in a long time. You don't have to catch up like that portion of it's like, what have you been up to? What do you, you don't have to do it like instantaneously, at least in my experience, within a couple of minutes, you're right back to where you were. Absolutely. I think it comes down to trust, right? They trust you. I think friendship is mostly just trust, like, and and they trust you. They know who you are and they know the, your values. And so whatever you've been through the last three years, yeah, we'll learn about it, but you're you're right back to that friendship. There's no, you know, it's not rusty, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easy, easy. Laughter is one of the best things
1: in the world when you can just kind of pick up that thread again, you know, how many years go by. It's like, you know, before we had the podcasts, uh EJ and I would talk very sporadically, but it always kind of feels like whatever thread you, you, lopped it off at you just pick it up and you run with it and it's it is it is a great feeling because it's easy it comes easy it's like the most (laughs) the most resonant jiggly rope (laughs) that's kind of the
0: difference too between being like a best friend and and like a quote-unquote good friend too is it's a weirdly uh if you're just trying to be a good friend to somebody you might not be as honest with them as you would with a best friend is at a certain point with your best friends, you have to, you don't have to, but you, you, you know them enough to know when you should tell them things that they might not want to hear to help them. Mm-hmm. As rare with like just a regular friend or a good friend, you, you're getting to know them or you might know them well enough that you don't want to be honest with them. You oh, know, yeah. Like, well, I'm just going to make them feel happy. Boundaries. And let,
2: you got some boundaries.
0: Yeah. And so the, the best friend thing, like I, I'm an only child. I don't have brothers or sisters, but like I, I'm, I treat my best friends a very close to my heart because I do feel more honest with them because I those are the people I could be most honest with. You know, that's the not that everybody like I'm speaking out of place because I don't have siblings, but that's supposedly a bond, you know, where you guys share life and tell each other things, even though it seems like it goes both ways. But so anyway, I I treat my friends friendships with my my best friends as as that type of relationship where it's like, it's okay for you to tell me things I don't want to hear because, Sometimes I need to hear those things. And like you said, it comes down to trust. And I love that idea where you don't see somebody for a long time. And they're like, what do you want to do? And it's like, we're just going to chill right here, do nothing. And it's going to be fine because I don't get to do that with anybody because I'm an adult. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, you know, like we don't have to do stuff. We could just hang out, you know, that's because, yeah, like, especially as an, oh, I have a new friend and we're going to go take a hike on the Appalachian Trail and we're going to go to the art museum. And like, and that's all fun. And I like doing that stuff, but it's nice to do nothing. It's nice to have people you can do nothing
1: with. Just take a breath. No doubt. Breath. Absolutely. A a vaccine to breath. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's something to that. I mean, something, somebody that, I mean, I mean, again, it's just kind of, they'll make any experience better. Like the person that like you can either be alone Or, or with this person, if you're still choosing like in a time that you would actually kind of prefer to be alone, but they still make the experience better. That's the best. Mm -hmm. Like that's the best you can possibly do. I feel like, and not, and not everybody is like that for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: E.J., you kept using the phrase best friends, plural. Do you feel that that's a, a a plural term? Is that can that term be pluralized? Ooh, I feel like we should actually take
1: a break and come back and talk. about. Okay. That's a great place to start, like another thread. All right. So I think we're going to take a break and we're going to be right back because at, at some point we're going to start running out of time here. Um, and so we will be back to talk about friend versus friends in the best zone. All right, y'all, <laughs> we will be all right back. <laughs> Welcome back, all you professional wrestling fans! Ooh yeah, brother! <laughs> My new fave. I'm just gonna keep pushing it. I'm gonna keep pushing it and pushing it. Uh, we are we are here, as you know, with Mike Weinand of For or Against podcast. And uh, that's right, Mike. Tell us what has been what's been going on over there. What do you got coming up? What is some stuff that you've recently been talking about?
2: Yeah. Yeah. The four against podcast is a, is a podcast that we say is uh by old friends for new friends. So I think it's very apropos. It's me and, and three of my friends that uh, we have been friends for over 30 years. With the exception of one Rob, we call him the new guy because we've only been friends with him for 26 years. Nothing. So that's how, <laughs> that's how that works out. Uh, yeah, we, 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 uh, take all topics big or small and we decide whether or not they're good or bad and then uh with zero evidence to back up our positions uh this most recent episode depending on when this comes out we talk about uh robots that uh deliver pizza which is a thing that's happening in houston we talk about vanity plates um but for nice yeah whether for or against uh, but for some reason, this our podcast has recently turned almost entirely into an uh NFT's podcast oh, about sure. non-fungible tokens. Hot button. My friend Mike McFadden, b- because it was a topic, has now started his own non-fungible token That's smart. Uh yes itself. I will uh plug his plug his uh, cryptoswatches.com. Uh there's one called Winin that I think is the most valuable one at 35 wax, which I think is like Eleven or twelve cents. So if you want to buy nice. it, nice. Got my name on it. <laughs> I'm in. I love it. I mean, watch out. Lamayak's gonna gonna sweep it up. Get it. Get it. Non fungible token. It's for the next six months or so, a big deal.
0: (laughs) Anthony wanted to make condoms with his face on it, but you guys are making cryptocurrency. Good good, good. lane.
1: Those are fungible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) One-time use fungible. Fungible and soilable. They're
0: fungible, but once. (laughs) We made an appearance on your guys' show a couple months back, and uh, the thing that we talked about, this crazy treadmill, is getting more traction. It's It's a video game gaming traction. It seems like it's going to get to market, and then we're going to get to see a whole Bunch of YouTube videos of people hurting themselves real bad on it. It's
1: going to be very fun. I, I'm yeah. just so against it. I couldn't be more against a treadmill that you play video games on because there are all kinds of people that are just not in shape. And if they can't, I don't know, man. Ass-
2: I went to the doctor yesterday and I have definitely gained that COVID 19. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I would change my position. I'm now I four. guess it could be inspiring. Yeah, I guess there's that there's that
1: aspect. Anyways, regardless, everybody should listen to four again, because it's like it's like a fabulous diner conversation. It's like the ideal <laughs> diner conversation, which to me is a very high bar. I love the, the concept of the diner conversation is one of my my things in my life that I hold like just with the most esteem because I love just sitting <laughs> at a diner for hours. Talking about stuff without, as you're saying, backing it up with any evidence besides my mouthful of pancakes <laughs> and scrambled eggs as I'm talking and sputtering. Very specific. But anyways, it's not like that because they're not eating. But uh, but it is it's the, it's a similar vibe, which I really I love. So everybody should also go listen to their show if you listen to our show.
0: And you'll see links everywhere that you see links. If you're on Instagram, if you're on moot.tv, you'll see links to their podcast.
1: And without further ado, we should bring it back to the plurality of best friends.
2: So Mm -hmm. Mike,
1: if you want to address that again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. EJ, you mentioned, you know, my best friends, my best friends, but you know, best to me is the ultimate Mm. qualifier, right? Like you can only have the one. Uh, (laughs) Like my friends that I'm in my podcast with, like, we I've known these guys for 33 years, and that's essentially my entire life. Um, but I don't know if I'd call them my best friends because there's two of them, you know, and, mm. and the thing about the pandemic, and this is another thing, is like I would check in with them every once in a while. We live in different states. We're the type of people where I see them again and we don't have to catch up. But like like what makes a best friend? Like, what's your definition? E.J., I'm putting you on the spot. Like, what's a best friend? Why can you have more than one when it's when best by its definition is an ultimate?
0: I'm going to turn this around on you. You said you have two, but you can't have two. So which one of which one is the best friend?
2: They're not my best friends. They're good. They're good friends. But I don't think I don't I don't think I have. I think that's another relationship. Like my, my wife, Flavia, has a best friend.
0: Oh, oh, she's not your best friend either. Well,
2: that's another thing. That's like I hope it's one know, of us. We've got the, you know, we've got the addition of of the winding ropes, the wiggly ropes. Yeah, you can so jiggle. This okay. qualifies you for the for friendship. Yep. That's another thing. That's another relationship. Another topic. Yeah, the jiggly rope is a whole other thing.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> I I
1: have
0: I have a buffer disqualifier too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that first, and then I'll go into previous. So I have a son. He's 14 years old, so I get a built-in best friend. He truly is. He's would he say that about you? <laughs> I like the laughter. <laughs> I think he would not because he's 14. I hate you, Dad. I would think he would be like, well, he's alright. But like <laughs> genetically, he's me. So I-, I get to love him probably nepotistically, if that's a word. Uh also he's very cool. So he's definitely my best best friend. So I can say that. And I and I have to say that because he's my kid. So I can't not say that.
2: Yeah, you, he's the only human being that you would murder another person for without question.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So but to, to digress from that, to go before I had a kid, too, I would still say multiple. I had multiple best friends because I feel like I know my best friends well enough that they just like they would tell me something about myself that i didn't want to hear there's certain ones that i would go to to hear what i want to hear and or to divulge certain information or some like there's a friend a best friend that i would call to i broke down on the side of the road but i also have best friends that would would not be so good for that job. And not that they're any less good. Yeah. Like I wouldn't call Anthony to help me out with a a flat tire.
2: They're there for you when the rain starts to pour. Yeah.
0: I would call Anthony immediately after and tell him the story and we'd crack up about it, but I wouldn't ask him to be the one helping me change the tire. And that doesn't mean I don't call me
1: while he's changing the tire and be like, "This losers out here helping me change my tire.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that doesn't mean I I don't value his friendship anymore. It's just, I, I know him well enough to know what I need in that moment.
1: And so I hope they listen or are part of the podcast. I don't know if it's Gregor Man.
0: Gregor Man would be one of those that I would definitely call if I needed help with a flat tire. Yeah, he
2: but, would be useful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah, but I mean, would you be there for them even if for a uh, for a flat tire? Even if you don't know how to do it so well,
0: I would. But that's again who I am
1: and so would you fly I, across the country to help change that flat tire
0: i would but also in a friend that wasn't capable of that that is a best friend i wouldn't expect that like i'm good, like with anthony and with i have two or two or three other people i'm thinking of greg one of them i wouldn't expect them to do things that they're not capable of as best friends as as my best friends
2: but they know that that call could come and they better <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll put you all on blast now, I'm making a list. And if you cannot tick these boxes, you're off the best friend list. I'm off that list
2: right at the word go <laughs>
0: for the tire yeah, stuff. This is practical stuff. You can make a mean, you can make a bagel uh, sandwich It's really good. So I mean, just I saying. can
1: make a good bagel sandwich. That's the yeah. only thing I can make Ooh, too. All
2: so right.
0: That puts you up higher on that <laughs> list. You don't even realize.
2: Yeah. That's exclusively a breakfast sandwich or is that like a lunch sandwich?
1: The only thing I can make are things that deal with eggs. And it's funny because I didn't like eggs for the longest time, but I can make an omelet and I can make a nice breakfast bagel.
2: That's it. I trust that.
1: After that, nothing, nothing. Meredith is an amazing, amazing, wonderful cook and she enjoys it. So I'm a very lucky fellow and I can't do anything.
0: I will contribute here and say, Anthony, exceptional. Like you make an exceptional bagel egg breakfast. It's not just like he's making eggs. Okay.
1: It's you. I appreciate that. To me, it just seems like it's exceptional in that it's very American. It's like the most cheese the most egg and the most bagel.
2: <laughs> and that's it. That's all there is to but it. EJ, as your best friend, is telling you that you don't have to be bashful about it. Yeah. He's telling I'm gonna you. I'm going to own it. Yeah, I do it. I make it. a good breakfast bagel. Own it.
1: All right. So, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna jump in with my concept here about, about the plurality of the friends. And I'm going to say that luckily I think I'm guarded here. I think I've set up a good buttress uh, in order that I can just go back to my... What I was saying before, because there are certain people that you can jiggle with getting jiggly with it is good. Then there are certain people being one. Yeah. And there are certain people that you jiggle with in the environment that you're thrown into and you have no choice about it, like work uh, or like, you know, your friends, friends, just people that you meet randomly or like your drinking buddies. There are people that are have that are occasional and, you know. And what I mean, what I mean by occasional is like they have an area that they are successful in in your friendship and you jiggle with them there. And then there's the people that you would jiggle with anywhere. And so I would say I think my my definition of best friends is actually larger than one. I think for me, it's anybody that any experience I have would be made better by this person. So I think I can have more than one best friend. However, I will say I, I don't think I have more than like two or three. What's the limit? I think the limit is it's limitless. But I just I don't I don't know that I've met enough people and spent enough time. It's not my space. It's not your
2: (laughs) top six. I mean, I don't (laughs) you
1: know, I wouldn't doubt it. Like, I think I think there are people like in the wide world. I bet there are many people that I could infinitely jiggle with and, and I just haven't met them and there's no time to meet them. And I'm not trying as you get older also that's a whole other right. topic It's like making friends. It's, it's actually been on my list for a long time is about how difficult it is. Uh, like my Lamaya question list, how difficult it is to make friends as you get older. Yeah. Uh, because I think there is that temporality. So you have your go-tos and mine are really limited. It's really, really, really small. Um, but there are people that I would just take anywhere and any experience I have would be made better by their presence.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's so interesting that like, you two have been friends forever and ever my friends on my podcast and I have, it's been, you know, half a decade or three decades now. Like, why is it so hard? Why, why do we have these lists of friends? Do we feel like we have to like say, okay, these people are my friends uh, and that's the list or like why, you know, in the real world, we don't have these conversations. Like, are you a friend or not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And you said, you said earlier, it's like, there's, there's a there's a candidate, right, but like is there something that's stopping you from make like getting a candidate and hiring them on as a friend
0: some of some of my newer good friends slash best friends or candidates for even new friends it's interesting because they seem to exhibit similar past lives past experiences that I have, so I feel like I can relate to them because we have already gone through some of the same things or have the same interests and i'm I'm not saying like. We both like that basketball team, like more than that, you know, like a lot of it is based on experience now. So, and these are, again, these are my newer friends who I've only known for 10 years, as opposed to, like you said, 20, almost 30. So I'm, I, I'll cut these people some slack, but so like whenever people seem to have gone through similar things, it seems like that rope is going to vibrate at a similar resonance because Maybe they have the same values, or there's a value that aligns, or there's an interest that aligns that gets them past the point of like Anthony's saying that that time and place, like that that uh, situational friendship. So and and again, they can they can wander, but it does take it even even with people in those situational friendships, it can t- it has to take an extra step. It seems like it's almost more work to get one of those out to a real friendship than it is to meet a friend organically because like you kind of put them in that place, and so you need to like come here to this thing that isn't that right and that seems like such a big thing to do the older you get
2: i i'm really worried honestly about the other like the other side of this pandemic like I, like one of the positives is like i have connected with like my college friends and my high school friends i started a podcast in this pandemic because of it right so there's been some silver linings and friendships but there's also definitely people who I just I have no idea what's going on in their lives. And, and that's because we're just not in a place. I'm very concerned about, like, how am I going to get out there and get those candidates again? Are you guys nervous about that at all?
1: To me, I am not nervous about it. And I'll tell you why. Because to me, I think part of it, it's going to sound shitty, but I think it's ultimately a good thing. I think part of it and why why. I'm going to stick to my concept of what friendship is and when, why you can have more than one best friend and how you can develop relationships based on that resonance is I think a lot of it is just sheer laziness. And I think I, 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 and I totally believe that it's true in so much as I think there was, I think we're living in a time that is so atomized in, in so many different ways and that we are so kind of, I'm going to tell a story real quick. Yeah. So there's there was a musical uh, on Broadway some years ago. Uh, and 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 there was this guy that we kept trying to mug and just just kept trying to, like, steal the scene and everything. And, and 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 he kept saying to the director, you know what? Can I try this? Can I try this? And the director would always get on the mic and just say, say, thank you, but I like what I'm doing. <laughs> And and that was his gentle way of just shutting all of this down. But I think that we do that all the time. And so what we want to do is not have friction. And I think part of that. You notice the jiggle. The jiggle's good. The jiggle. But you don't know how much friction you're going to have deep down in like how you perceive the world. And I think part of our inability to make new friends is our just not we're not wanting to deal with that. We like it's 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 just it's an effort. There's effort to want.
0: Is it laziness or is it fear? I mean, there's a lot of fear involved. Like rejection sucks. Rejection sucks everywhere. And the older you get, the less you want to be rejected. You know, so. I think I think people are afraid of trying to meet new friends because you like it's it's a trust thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Am I going to be trusted by this person or are they going to not like me? You know, that's that's hard.
1: That's true. Yeah, no. yeah, Yeah, I'm not. I have not thought about that. And I think you're absolutely right. There is some element of fear. However maybe it's a combo platter whereas like it's our unwillingness to try it's our unwillingness to well oh, there's an
2: effort to get past the fear maybe yeah. that's what yeah. It is. yeah or to just yeah. take
1: pot shots in the dark and say like I would like to have a life that has a tapestry consisting of myriad people and not just a handful that kind of will in some ways always resonate with me but in it, what are the limit this is an interesting this is an interesting question that that comes to is what are the limitations of that resonance because you're not mm-hmm. getting any negative feedback. You're not getting something perhaps, or you like the negative feedback that you get, but then you've already kind of owned it, you know? And so is there something beyond where you have to get to like a purely negative feedback? Like some this person is going, you, you jive, but they're going to come up right against you and you have to figure that out. And I feel like as we get older, we just ain't got time for that is how we feel. Right. But I think, I don't think that's a great thing. And I, I like, I really, one of the things that's afforded that's been afforded to me and that I've chosen to do theater for a living is you get handed a new deck all the time. Every show you work on, you get a new random hand. And that happens all the time because shows shows aren't usually more than a year or a few months. Right. Right. And so I've had the opportunity to make a lot of friends. Now, what I call these people best friends. I think time will tell. I think there is that temporal temporalizing factor to it. But I think there's certainly something to the fact that I have made friends like people that I will regularly hang out with um, among them because I like I think I'm just I'm I'm OK with that. I'm not saying I'm great or good or there's any value judgment here, but I still I, I do I feel as though people often kind of will turn themselves off to the new just because it takes too much like we work really hard in america like we work so much we really do often i feel like generally this is a general thing and we just don't have bandwidth for that kind of a thing we're not trying to do something that doesn't doesn't vibe with us
0: which is so funny because I can't remember who made the point earlier, but like, all we really need at the end of the day is to feel like ourselves and relax, and we achieve that the best by reflecting off of other people and yeah. the right people—the right. people that let us feel like the part of ourselves we want to feel like. But you, I, usually, it's just like I want to have a drink and watch a TV show, right. which I thought when I was younger I didn't want to do that at all. Now that's all I want to do. So I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna, I'm, I guess I'm old.
2: I'm gonna challenge that a little bit, and uh, you know, we're all the same age ish, and like. Um, you know, this pandemic for me is like, I've been with the same people, my same pod this whole time. And the thing that I, like you had mentioned previously, where you're a different port version of yourself, or you don't show a different versions of yourself to different people. Like I am definitely on the other side of this thing, going to make an active effort to seek out people that I wouldn't normally seek out. Not so much like, because I need to learn more, although I always do. But I think it's like I need to learn more about myself and reflecting portions of myself against new people and new things. And and that's something I think we're all lacking. So that's the commitment I've made to myself. I love it. And I love it. I'm I'm on board with it. Yeah,
1: I think I think that's fantastic. And I hope. You know, we talked about this the last time y'all were on our podcast about how hopefully the 20s become the new 20s compared to the last time where it's just a lot of people getting together, raging, having fun, celebrating the fact that we made it through this bullshit and we have made it through alive and are more willing to open ourselves up to those new connections that happen either spontaneously or I guess any any time you meet somebody that's spontaneous. I'm just going to say that happens spontaneously and to instead of kind of keeping it at a distance, just examining it a little more, just saying maybe there's something here. Maybe there's something wider than the normal paths that I go down that kind of reaffirm myself. And, And not to say that those old ones are bad. I think we do need them to survive. But I think there is something added by meeting new people
0: urgency creates meaning so let's let's pay attention right let's do it
1: yes i think that's it make
0: some new connections
1: paying attention like i think that's a huge huge thing being able to kind of focus on those new paths that could be forming but however you do got to get that rope to jiggle (laughs) if the rope doesn't jiggle rope don't jiggle don't force it
2: don't force it that's the thing it's like i feel like there's a lot of relationships that I've had in the past where it's like, this is not a vibe, but it's just the the routine. Yeah, I think there is
1: a discernment of like, does the rope actually go at the rate that kind of works for both of you? I think that is definitely a thing. And sometimes it takes like months or years to figure out that that is not true. However, I don't think there's anything lost in in wiggling the rope. I don't think there's anything lost in jerking it back and forth to try and find the resonance if it's there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's not in public.
0: Or to find out who you don't resonate with. Yeah. Right? So then the future you, well, I don't want to say that because we're going to say we're going to try. We're going to, we're going to try to wiggle a rope. That's what we're doing.
2: Yeah.
1: We're not going to try. Like, Luckily we are trying. I think part of what's beautiful about, I mean, especially for our podcast for Lemayac in the last uh, three or four months, we've actively been trying to have guests on from different walks of life and different podcasts. And it's our way during this time where we can't just go out and meet people like that. Everybody's going to be a little, cautious you know right now which is good but i think you know in this milieu right here where we're, we're all meeting on zoom you know it's like it is a way to do that that i think is unique because that is not what people are generally doing
2: and i think it's a great thing anthony i'm going to ask the question that people don't ask we've talked three times now are, are we friends <laughs> Ah, we're getting there. <laughs> no, we are friends because in, I, in my definition,
1: I would say we're absolutely friends because I think the reason that we want to keep talking to each other, we want to keep the dialogue going is because we jiggle each other. We're <laughs> Jiggling. This is jiggling. Yeah, yeah I feel I, I feel very resonated right now. Yeah, absolutely.
2: We're jiggling it, man. I got two new friends. That's awesome. We're jiggling.
1: And if we jiggle, I think that's the most important thing to the, like the first phase of having that relationship is that ability. And so I would say 100 percent we are friends in that way. And like, hopefully we keep we keep going. Like, I would love to come on your show again. You're always welcome back on our show.
2: It's a beautiful thing. About that D&D we were talking oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: D&D would be rad. <laughs> yeah. we we'll get a sweet D&D going.
2: Yeah, man. Cool.
1: Uh, Well, tell us, where can people
2: find 4Against? They can find 4Against anywhere reputable podcasts can be found. Uh, Apple, (laughs) Android, uh, Stitcher, uh, and then uh, you can find us at 4AgainstPod.com. When's your next episode coming out? Do you know? We our episodes come out weekly on Saturdays. Okay, so perfect. next episode. If you want to talk about uh, pizza robots, you're going to hear that. Uh, and I do or this one. Yeah, or we will have just talked about pizza robots. Oh, I
1: can't wait! <laughs> I can't wait. All right, and so uh, for Lamayak, you can reach us at nine two nine three five two six one seven three. You can send us a text. You can send us your questions as our friend Mike here has done. Uh, you can. And... <laughs> the warmth the warmth with which you said that uh you can also comment on our episodes you can let us know how you're feeling in the day-to-day maybe not in the day-to-day but sometimes sometimes it's fine don't go crazy um and then you can also hit us up on insta or twitter at lamayak pod or you can send us an email let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com These are all kind of mouthfuls, but you've heard them many times. Also, there's links all over the place that you can just click on. And that's probably the best way to do it. Just click on those links that are on Insta. You'll find them at moot.tv. You can get at us in many myriad ways. You can leave us a good review on on iTunes. Uh, That would be wonderful and we will love you forever. And what else do we got?
0: uh we have a TikTok supposedly i don't think we have anything up there yet but also uh reddit reddit's cool we're all cool go on reddit we have a subreddit so go on there i'm on there and i actually like talking stuff so if you want to send us funny stuff or anything related or not related to the show just a cool place to hang out um and as anthony said moot.tv is a website so go over there and click on our show click on the donate button if you want to donate to our show or just buy some swag it's probably the best and coolest way to donate uh, money to us at this point, so you get hats and shirts and whatever else we got over there.
1: All right, everybody, we uh, we we love you, we love you all, and uh, we love it when you love us. That's not what a friend would say. I think you're writing a song. <laughs> That's a, yeah, it sounds fucked up. <laughs> That's a good place to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Mood.tv. Oh, you're about to be a bitch. <laughs> you're a bitch. Yeah, you're a bitch. I hate you, Dad.